Hey everyone, this is Trauma Drama, and we are your hosts, Kaylee and Nick, and this is where we discuss surviving adulthood. We can probably agree that we're all pretty fucked up and that it affects us every day, whether we know it or not. I used to think that wasn't me, but if you come from a family, live in our society, go to school, experience love, sex, and friendships, then you're in the right place. Kay and I are going to break down everyday life and problems that come from managing your drama post-trauma. Let's fucking do it. Hello, everybody. On today's episode of Trauma Drama, we're going to start with our sweet and sours. And then our main topic for the day is the dark side of the soul. So Kaylee's going to be taking that one away. It's kind of scary, but it's not that scary. (laughs) It's not that scary. It sounds really scary, but it's not that scary. (laughs) All right. Um, And then we're going to finish with a surprise topic. Um, All right. Johnny had something to say before we started. Hello, everybody. Um, I just want to apologize (laughs) for uh, my performance last episode. I think, as you two know, I'm a very habitual mumbler. Oh, <laughs> he did say something to me after that show. So I was listening back, and it just sounded like I had marbles in my mouth. <laughs> so I'm trying really hard to enunciate my words. Okay. So I'll do better for the folks. Do you want me to Thank also you. keep an ear out? Sure, yeah. You know, if, if you can just correct me or, you know. I would love to. Help me yeah. out. Thank you. Yeah. I, I need it. <laughs> Sounds like Nick's dream. Let me <laughs> please correct you as you speak. It's just Thank great you. because we've always uh, said, he's like, why can't you hear me? Why can't you? It's like, because you and your, your dad is, also, your dad, I can't hear at all. It's unfortunate because it, it is my biggest pet peeve to repeat myself. <laughs> and I also don't talk well, so. Oh, it's really tough. That's good. It's well, thank you for your apology. You're welcome. Sure, I'll consider if I accept it or not. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, all right, Kaylee, what's your sweet and sours? Or you can just say your sweet. Um, yes, my sweet is that I am getting a new tattoo tomorrow. So Jesus. Um, I know. I, I booked with another artist nice. who I sent like an inquiry in with in August. And I hadn't heard back from them from August until now. And then a few weeks ago, she reached out to me and she was like, hey, I'm still free. Like, do you want to do the same design? And I was like, oh, I actually got that design done by a different artist. So I have two new designs that I'm interested in her, like, creating for me. And um, I haven't gotten the, like, design back yet. But basically she said, I'm going to just do it and, like, see you on Sunday. I was wow. like, okay, nice." Great. But that means I have to go up to Denver. So I'm making a trip to Denver tomorrow at, in the afternoon. And it's going to be a whole afternoon of getting tattooed. So. Wow, that's cool. Okay, I so know. I was curious because I know part of your your thruple was a tattoo artist. Yes. So yes. I didn't know if you were in that phase during that time, but no, it's not it was oh, not no. a phase. It's like it definitely it definitely has felt like I'm like getting tons of new tattoos and piercings at this point in my life. So it might be a phase, but it's also like, I think a phase has so much negative connotation. It does sound negative, yeah. But it, it's like, it probably is a phase, but I'm not feeling like yeah. bad or negative about it. Kayla no. told me today, Kayla said, Kaylee, you're in a manic episode. You have to stop getting tattoos. <laughs> I was like, I can actually just do what I want and it's That's gonna funny. be fine. But I talked to all of my RAs about it and I tell them about all my new tattoos and this one RA was like, I'm really interested in getting my first tattoo, but I just can't commit and I'm just afraid. And I told her, I was like, listen, 
even if you regret it, who fucking cares? Like that will be still a way for you to honor past you. Like mm. part of you one day wanted that. And like you're allowed to honor that even if you regret it in the future. And there's such things as cover ups and removals and it's your body. Do what you want. Who cares? Damn. Okay. Uh, no, I like yeah. it. I was just <laughs> curious because I noticed uh, you were getting more tattoos mm-hmm. than normal. So. The the two that I want to get are going to be pretty vulgar. These next oh. two ones coming up. So I'm excited. Did we get a yeah. hint or a preview? One of them is involves a girl picking a wedgie. Picking out a wedgie? Yeah, it's true. Wow. Thank mm. you. Tasteful. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Is it going to be cartoony or very realistic? Very realistic. Nice. Yes. Good. Um, Thank you. Great sweet. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for holding back your comments that I saw that you were trying not to make. Me? Yeah. No, there was no judgment. It might have been okay. for a second. There was a little bit, but okay. <laughs> my initial response was Jesus, but it wasn't good. It wasn't nice. You should have said that. <laughs> I aim to shock. Yeah. No, I was a little. Yeah, I was shocked. I thought it was a face. I'm just not a tattoo guy. That's true. You're not a tattoo guy. You're to, not a piercing guy. To me, it's too permanent. But mm. I got married, so that's. I was just about to say one of us is married and the yeah. other is not. I, I think marriage is Different less permanent than a tattoo. That's a topic. That should be an episode one day. Yeah. I'm sure we could talk a lot about that, but let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, my sweet, Johnny was there for this. I met my spirit guide. What? <laughs> wow. Say what a story. I, I want your reaction, though, because you were muted. What? Yeah. No, just, I said, what a story. Oh, um, okay. I, yeah. No, it was great. So this guy, should I let Johnny tell it from his point of view? Uh, everyone... I'll take the I would like, like yeah, do no, a little a, yeah. Whoa, 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 I'm a great storyteller, so let me. <laughs> uh, so, me and Nick, <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> I'm there right now. I hope that uh, the listeners can just see what my facial <laughs> looks like right now. So, me and Nick decided we're gonna go to the beach. We want to go surfing. Um, we get to our spot. We park. Uh, we get out, and this this man who. You know, just came out of a, a, a 1990s like surf <laughs> magazine. Rolls up. Wait, tell me a tell me a lot more about what he looked like. Yeah, so he rolls up. He's got his wetsuit on. He's got these like long ass hair. Red of, curls. Red? You think? Red? No, it was red. This because it stood out. Because I'm like, hot. I didn't think my spirit guide would look like this. It looks like an, a human orangutan, uh-huh. like, but with just hair where hair should be. Because he had a big ass beard too. Yeah, he had a huge beard. Um, his voice was, it wasn't deep, but it was, it wasn't annoyingly high. It was yeah. calming. It was um, super soothing. And uh, he, he just, you know, I, I just, I just, my energy is just so vile that people don't want to talk to me at all. <laughs> he immediately goes to, he No, immediately no, goes it was my, because it was my spirit guide though. I thought I was telling the story. No, 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 no. It wasn't you. Um, oh no. What's so here for me. right now? He talks, he, he goes to Nick, he's like. You you been out yet? And first of all, I don't like talking to people. I, I, obviously, we all know I'm in a little bit of a slump right now, and I don't want to talk to anybody. So right. the fact that I was so happy to talk to this man is why I thought he was so meaningful. So. Yeah. And um, anyway, we see him before we go in. You know, Nick talks to him. I don't say a word. Um, <laughs> they hit it off. We're in the hour for like two and a half hours. Well, he also walks almost up to the water with us. Yeah, he and tells like, us where to go on this mm-hmm. amazing break. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're out there for two and a half hours. We come back. Who pops up? 
Nick's spirit guide. He's still there? He's still there. And um, this time it was like very apparent that I was just being completely ignored. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> we talked for a while. And they started asking Nick, oh, where are you from? <laughs> and I was just like, at some point I thought, should I like like step in here or like say something? <laughs> um, but no, it was it was good. Nick was. Uh... So why was he your spirit guide? Do you think you because that so we started talking about like the world and how like it's stressful and we he was like yeah if everybody surf man that's so good for the soul and I was like bro it is good for the soul and we were just like we're bonding on that level and just buzzing at like the same frequency I think Nick cool. you said surfing was good for the soul. I did, but then didn't and he? Then he agreed. Though. He was like, "Man, people don't use that language anymore." Oh yeah, yeah and you're right. You, and then you two got it. Yeah, like you're right. And then I think we even brought up weed too. Like we were, mm-hmm. we yeah. were vibing. Wow. So I didn't immediately think he was my spirit guide. It wasn't until later on in the day when I had like my own kind of, which I well, we will probably talk about later. But I had like a little spiritual journey of myself. So I think he was. If we're really going down that rabbit hole, he was there to like, hey. We're ready to make the jump or something. I don't know. Whoa. I like to just have fun with Were you attracted to him? No. No, not at all. That was kind of why I was like, this isn't how I pictured my spirit guide looking. Right. I thought he would look like Thor, you know? (laughs) Like Ragnarok Thor. Yeah, we all know. I knew exactly what you meant. Yeah, thank you. Um, So yeah, that was my sweet. Johnny, what's yours? My sweet is that I started school um, this Monday and- I am going back to school to get my bachelor's degree in uh, digital media and art. Hell yeah. And I'm taking classes at a community college, Palomar, to fulfill some lower division requirements. And they're really fun classes like painting, which I've never done before. Um, I'm going to interrupt you right now to tell you to enunciate. Do you think he needs more energy in his voice? I think you're tuning. I do. Yeah, you're tuning yourself down. I am. Yeah. Don't I'm really, worry about it. I'm yeah. really conscious of the audio. Um, oh, that's why I wanted you to practice. No, just don't. Just Yeah, so taking painting, that's fun. I have a painting right behind me. The viewers can't see it or listeners can't see it. Um, <laughs> Nick and Kaylee both think it's creepy. I um, liked it. Nick did like it. That's, I just thought it then started to look like me. <laughs> yeah. I started to keep looking at it. It's got a really defined chin. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my sweet. A lot of fun classes. I'm excited to be in school. Yeah. I'm gonna make some friends. Hopefully, I, I I've never I never thought I would say this, but I'm hating online classes, um, wow. especially with these kinds of classes. They're very like collaborative, and you do eventually being become friends with like your classmates. And yeah, over Zoom, I can't I can't do that. Um, wow, what? So, I didn't expect to hear that from you. So yeah, so hopefully they um, go back in person soon because I I do miss that part of it. Wow, who are you? <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was a good sweet. Thank you. Okay, that's your sour. Okay. My sour involves a... It's not necessarily like a true sour. Like, I think another episode... Oh, I know what you're about to talk about. Yeah, this is um, not a true sour. This is not a true sour, (laughs) but it's a really good story. It's just so good. It's a date that I went on that went a little bit sideways, a little awry, um, pretty quickly, right? Pretty, pretty quickly, I would say. Yeah, like, and it wasn't. I just, even really I do want to fast forward real quick. She, okay. she makes it like literally as far as you can in a date. <laughs> she was so committed. You were so, so committed, committed, Kaylee. So I, committed. I was very impressive. Well, and I was gonna say, like, 
nothing about the date was like overtly bad and nothing about our encounter was overtly bad, but we just didn't necessarily like, we just didn't link. We didn't like, you guys were vibing. Good word. Thank you. Well, I was going to use the word meshing. Like it's just all those things. Right. And it started (laughs) with, started with an innocent dinner. (laughs) Sorry. Go. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. Started with an innocent dinner. Um, I, Got there. We were supposed to meet there at 7. I got there exactly at 7 o'clock on the dot. They were late. Oof. So big okay. pet peeve already for me. I don't like it when folks are late. Um, but this human, I like approached them and asked them out. And um, we agreed to have dinner. And like we were having dinner and having wine. And like a bunch of people kept coming up to the table and like talking to them. And um like saying like oh I heard you were in the house like how's it going and so she was it wasn't even like deal? a it wasn't yeah well it wasn't because it's it's um the, if you could picture the service industry in a small downtown area like uh-huh. serve those service industry folks all know each other right. and like just like see each other um so it was like the busser came out from the back to be like I heard you were here how's gotcha, it going gotcha. it's like whoa that's so cool but I was not introduced at all which gotcha. so I just kind of like. Excuse me. I just sat there and like drank my wine and I was like, cool, I'm about to buy you like a hundred dollar dinner. Like what? Yeah. What is happening right now? And so we finished dinner and um, I I was like, oh, why don't we go like have a nightcap or go somewhere else after this? And um, ultimately it landed on like us going back, unfortunately, to my house. That was mm-hmm. like one thing I didn't want to do. I was like, no, I don't. Good. Like, I knew that I didn't want to do it, uh-huh. and it was absolutely consensual. Like, everything was consensual, but... Because um, she convinced you. Oh, I got I was, it in there. And I, like, wanted to. I, like, I wanted to. I was like, yeah, that's, like, that'll be mm-hmm. fine. Like, it she won't be, like... She made you think you wanted to. She sounds yeah. good. Um, And they had also, like, packed an overnight bag preemptively and had that's packed... A, uh, that might be another red one, flag. I don't know. W- Packed one bag of activities and one bag for sleeping. And in the bag of activities was, like, some watercolors. And I couldn't tell if that was, like, cool and, like, nice to bring an activity or or kind of, like, weird and, like, uncomfy. And, um, yeah, so the – we were doing watercolors and, like, listening to music and drinking whiskey in my apartment and um, ended up, like – having sex and like they oh, man. also spent the night and all these things and it's just like <laughs> i was like whoa this is way more than i Ooh. i like anticipated or wanted yeah. and but i like again it wasn't non-consensual it was absolutely consensual in all ways and like i said it was like a fine date and like a fine encounter but it just it's it was weird like we haven't spoken since then like yeah. since they left the next morning um i made them a coffee to go in one of my favorite mugs and oh. i said Please return my mug. Damn. I'll, ne- I'll never see it again. No. Aw. All right. Nice so my sour is like, it didn't go like the way that I necessarily wanted to, it to, but mm-hmm. it's not a true sour because it wasn't like a bad experience. It's just like, we just didn't, we didn't mesh. We didn't vibe. So. Yeah. And you're also not like the girl who got used by the guy and it didn't work out. Like, cause I, yes. I, you know, I don't know how it works in a lesbian relationship, but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like the traditional. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that this was necessarily a lesbian encounter because this person identifies as like a pretty gender fluid person. So Mm. uses they pronouns first. So I would consider it like a queer encounter and like a queer relationship, but not. um, Well, yeah. Well, still, though, you're not still still like, wow, like he I really thought it was going to work out. 
and mm-hmm. then he, he fucked me and then just left and I haven't seen him since. Like, it's not right. that. But even though right. you're the girl, it's not yes. that. So yes. So it's kind of, yes. it's weird hearing it for the first time. It is it is really interesting. And I think, like, this is the first, this is one of the first times in a very long time that I have had a date before sex with someone. I usually always test out the waters with sex first and oh. then decide if I want to date them. Interesting. And so it was weird to do it a little bit backwards. But, That's true. Um, you do yeah. do that. I do do that. Wow. Can confirm. It's my greatest. Yeah. It's my greatest weapon. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that is good. It's my ah. best foot forward. Good sour. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Okay. Mine is my mom, but it's also not really a sour. Mm. I'm gonna try to make this one a little bit quicker. She. Okay. She was basically just really loud when she was in here, and I was. It was an afternoon. I was working at from a home. I was just in a training, and I asked her to be quiet, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, I will." And she just talks the whole time she's in here, getting my dog to take her on a walk. So. She's about to leave and I was, I basically just set boundaries with her. Like, hey mom, when you talk like this, I get overstimulated, especially when I'm trying to work. Here's what I need from you. And she basically flipped out, flipped it, right? Cause she's nar- uh, a narcissist. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I can't believe like you would think I don't love you. It's like, we're not talking about that. That's not what I'm talking about. Wow. So it was nice though. Cause I really felt like I stood up for myself and she was very dismissive. And I even called her out on being dismissive. I was like, next time you come over, just pretend to acknowledge that we can get overstimulated by noise. And Mm. then that was when she got into a fight. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you just totally dismissed me. So I've never done that to her or my dad. So I felt really good to be like, hey, you're not hearing me. Hello. I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that that happened and that you got into a fight with your mom, but it sounds like yeah, it wasn't a true sour because you got yeah. to like stand your ground and set yeah. a boundary successfully. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, it took it's me so a while to, to get to that point. And even with her and I stood up to yeah. her years and years ago. So yeah, I was really yeah. happy with that. Yeah. Ugh. Cheers. Good job, uh, Johnny. Cheers. Johnny, what's, what's your sour, Johnny? Um, <clears throat> I think part of the reason why I've been mumbling uh, is that I've been sick and that's my sour. Mm. Um, I have a bit of a cold. Um... And it's really ironic because I haven't had any kind of cold or anything since COVID started. And I was thinking, I think I told you this, Nick. I was yeah. like, why is that? I was like, oh, I've been, I think Nick said, we've been yeah. wearing masks. I was like, hmm. <laughs> no, couldn't it be? <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have anything to do with science. So, um, so yeah, cool. they work. Uh, mm. Yeah. So can't confirm. I did, yeah, can't confirm. So that's my sour. That's a good sour. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gailey. Your sour wasn't your sour wasn't listening to my my date experience. So no, okay. I was I was stone cold, wasn't I? Anybody? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Good. Viewers, okay. write in, see how I did. I, <laughs> I just wanted you. I just wanted to acknowledge that elephant that might have been there. No, That's I don't. Important. No, I don't think there's no. <laughs> Okay, good. good, good. Don't worry, we're going to hear Johnny just talking about how he's out there slaying Poontang. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that day, yes. Maybe you'll, be, uh, maybe you'll film porn. That'd be cool. Yeah. Cool. That's an avenue I can take. I think you get to finish as well. Yeah. Hmm? I think you get to finish as well. Oh, cool. I'll, I've I'll seen s- that before. Blech. I'll stipulate that ah. in the contract. Yeah, it's really weird, though, because it just the cum will just shoot out into frame. Oh, yeah. From behind, you know what I mean? I'll make it look tasteful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty good at that. That is a literal gross amount of multitasking that would probably have to take place. <laughs> um, yes. Are we ready to move on to uh, the dark side of the soul topic? Yes, let's do it. Um, so I have been working with my therapist really recently on like 
managing some of the big and heavy emotions that I've been feeling. So recently, like, I don't want to get too into the the depths of those emotions, but really what it's like meaning and what it, what it, um, what it signifies as far as yeah. my trauma journey. But I've definitely been experiencing lots of like loneliness and isolation and lots of like, um, I've been saying, I don't know a lot. Like when it comes to big decisions or big things happening, I've been like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what to do. I don't know how this feels. Right. Um, and I've used, I'm usually pretty sure of myself when it comes to decisions, especially in relationships yeah. or friendships or anything like that. So I was talking to my therapist about it and I was like, I don't know what's happening with me. Like I'm feeling, I'm feeling all these big feelings and yes. I'm having trouble being decisive. And I like, I just, everything is on paper going right, but why am I feeling this sort of just like emptiness? Mm-hmm. And uh, she compared it to this really famous psychologist who I'm going to have to ask her again what this book is called, but writes a book about um, this idea of the dark side of the soul. So says that um, when you spend so many years or so much therapy shedding these like trauma responses, understanding your complex trauma, re like reimagining and manifesting different like trauma responses or trauma behaviors. Um, she was like, you've shed all of your trauma skin. And because that's been like the skin that you've worn for 26 years, now you're shedding that. And what are you left with? And I was like, I feel like a shell of a person. I'm le- like, yeah, like I'm left, I'm not left with a whole lot. Yeah. And so she called it the dark side of the soul. Like, this is the closest I felt towards like you in our counseling journey. Like I know. Far, so. I, and it has been, and I was just talking to Kayla about it today. Like I have been in counseling for or therapy, like pretty intense therapy for almost 10 years. Like I think I'm about at eight, eight years of therapy and I'm just now shedding parts of my complex trauma like i'm just now able to say yes this happened to me and it's going to make me respond in this way and here's what i've learned to do instead of that like i can do that when it comes to these situations but now i've got that all ironed out that i'm just like okay what do i do now i just go to work and like i don't know take care of my dog and like i'm a single person so it's like i'm just i just feel like i exist and um so now is it time to be like, okay, what does Kaylee want? Yep. Is that where you're at? Now, now? it is time to do, bleh, unfortunately, it's like, I want to talk more about this, like dark side of the soul and like that point. And I'm uh-huh. really happy that you can relate to it because maybe you can tell me more about your experience at that point. But she keeps telling me that the next step is finally inner child work. Nice. Like the next step is finally reparenting yourself. If you think so, you've been rocked before, this is like nothing you'll ever experience. You might like sh- actually go to the ER. I feel, she asked me, like we had, first of all, we had therapy Friday at five o'clock, which I feel like is illegal because <laughs> I am tapped out from the week. I can't talk about anything. <laughs> yeah. And she like even hinted or like inched at an inner child sort of question. And I literally laughed at her and scolded her i was like that's ridiculous i'm not doing that right yeah, now like man. no thank you and she was like why why are you resisting that and then i just of course like burst into tears and i was like it feels too hard i it can't is. do it yeah i mean She's just like, because i just just because i just talked about it that was kind of what felt really good little nick mm-hmm. was very dismissed right there i was telling you what i need and you yeah. were like you took it personally like no 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 that's not okay anymore that was the first time I had done it, and I've been working with my inner child for probably two years now. Yeah, so. it is. It is really, really hard at work. But I think, like, I I told her, this is, like, going to get pretty vulnerable. And I, I say this um, 
to any listeners that might be, you know, going through something challenging or navigating like a challenging um, experience because I like I told my therapist, I was like, I feel just like a giant void. Like I I feel Mm -hmm. so empty. I feel like I don't have a whole lot um, underneath all the trauma. Like I've just spent so much of my life that trauma is who I am. And um, so she like told me, she was like, nobody and nothing is ever going to be able to fill that void for you. No matter how hard you try, no matter how many people you date or have sex with, like truly nobody will ever be able to do that no matter what. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, what the fuck then? Like, are you joking? That's the worst news you could have ever told me. And she was like, you know what I'm about to say. And I was like, I, yeah, I like the good news is you can fill it yourself. You can fuck right off. I don't want to. (laughs) I don't want to do that. That sounds hard. No, it's so, Uh, it's so cool. Just let me know whenever you want me to like put input in about this. I do. I do now, now, now. Okay. So the same thing is kind of like, when you have anxiety now, you'll get to turn to your inner child or you can say like, hey, who's who's acting out? So it's called like, I don't know if you'll come across the same vocab mm-hmm. that I learned. I le- was studying, um, I think it's Charles Young. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. So he talks about like the round table and stuff of your mm-hmm. psyche. So like your yep. inner child's there, the father complex, the mother complex, yeah. and then whoever else you want there, There's it could be endless. Mm-hmm. So what I was talking to you about off air about was I just created a new one which mm. was really cool and I didn't wasn't told to do it I just kind of after reading about it I was like I think I can do it so it took a lot of like inner work and like meditation to like create the one and then it kind of like just happened and it clicked but now that's like part of the that void that you're feeling huh. yeah I, I have all those people in there and the the cool thing is before you get to that point they're in control Mm. And they make you lash out or they make you when you get triggered, they're the ones responding. Mm-hmm. But now that you can like see that void, you, you're able to control it now more. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, because I think when when she was talking to me about like what the next steps are and what I can start doing, um, she said that the first step for me, considering like, well, I want to back up a little bit, too, because the like void or the feeling, the emptiness, whatever I was feeling and describing to her, mm-hmm. I guess clinically, and I think you might like this, Nick, clinically it's called the mothering wound. Mm. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. And she told me, she was like, it doesn't have to be the mother, like it doesn't have to be gendered, but in your case, I think it probably is the mothering wound. Um, and said that like the first step to either creating that sort of roundtable or creating um, even an opportunity to heal my Mm -hmm. inner child in any way is to parent myself. Yeah. Yeah. We're the adult. I know you're smiling because you're like, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to like, she was telling me, she's like, you have to tell yourself like when you feel like you've done something well or like you're doing a good job, don't just say to yourself like, yeah, I did a good job, but like put yourself in the role of a parent and say, Kaylee, you've done a really good (laughs) job today. And it's like, oh, my God. And she, she said either, like, you... actively yeah. high-fiving oh. myself or, like, in the mirror or other sorts of things. Oh, and then that, that's going to bring so it up. You're so fucked. <laughs> I'm so fucked. I'm so fucked. I'm I couldn't so... even look at mine the <laughs> first time he was brought. Like, because she, like, mine made me sit down and meditate and find a happy place. And then when I was ready, bring him into the happy place. And then same exact thing, like, you're the adult version now, Nick. What is what's happening? And like, I couldn't even mm-hmm. look at him. Right. 
but like the first time I, I was able to touch him, it was the best, one of the best feelings in the world. So I, I do, a, I hit, that is fucking crazy. I do a lot of like, and this, this goes way, way back to my, like, you know, Erickson zero to one year mm-hmm. old trust versus mistrust, because we've practiced like, what would 26 year old you say to like, yeah. you know, the 14 year or 13 year old you. And even if I try to say something to that, like small person, that small person, like the first, the first thing I hear in my head is like, I don't believe you. You're full shit. Mm, yeah. Like, no, absolutely not. You know, this isn't real. Like you're, this is going to change or my feelings are going to change. Your inner child. So like vocal. So rebellious. Yeah. And mine so never like, was. fuck you. Like, and I, I did, I spent so much of my young life being so angry and just like, yeah. So fucked off by everybody, and like now even my older self, I'm like, you know, literally fuck you. Like, wow. you made it. That's cool. That's really cool. That was really totally the opposite I am... experience I had. Mine was <sighs> it's like be in hard the to reach her. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but at least yours is speaking to you. Mine was. Mm. I was like, hey, dude, come on. Like by the time it was time, I was like, come on, mm-hmm. man, come here. But yeah, it's so cool. You're at such a fun part. <laughs> things two seconds ago you said i was fucked <laughs> this is the wor- this is the hardest part but once you make it the past this part, part yeah you'll you'll have like all the tools and yeah. once you have all the tools you can sit there and figure out your own problems without having to wait till your counseling session obviously there's right. some stuff that we still miss but mm-hmm. you'll you'll finally get to that point and be like okay little kaylee why are you freaking out right now you're yeah. you're not a, it's it's cool like i got you I got you. Right. And your your anxiety should hopefully go away. Thank you. I know. Fingers crossed. But that is my dark side of the soul revelation. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then my question is, because my dark side, whatever, I see it a little bit differently. Mm. Mine is like, let's uncover every stone let's look at every shadow like every aspect of your psyche the dark Mm. side the the caveman side that doesn't want to stick to society's rules like don't shy away from that stuff embrace it Mm. that's part of you and like there's so much more to it than that but is that your same understanding or am i I think like I I hear how that could be interpreted and I think my intent or my understanding of it was that it doesn't necessarily mean to me that it's like a bad side, but the, mm. the darkness is an unknown or an emptiness, not like a, like I want to explore okay. just this side and then that side, but it's like all that is left is this, this darkness or yeah. emptiness. No, I, mine isn't, mine isn't negative either at all. So it's totally like embrace that side. That's Mm -hmm. even though it's dark, it's still part of you. Right. So I, okay, cool. Then we have, we have, I think it's similar. Were were we saying the same thing? Just with different words? I think so. That's okay. Classic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do you have anything anything you want to add? Yeah. Johnny. Oh yeah. Johnny. Thanks for asking. Um, (laughs) No, I'm good. You guys were talked about that really well. Thanks. You don't have any, uh, $40 $40 any a week, what? you know? Any what? You don't have any experience to draw on? No. <laughs> um, I'm pretty use- useless in this topic, I think. I actually, I think I could, um, maybe we'll cut this out. I don't know. Um, but remember when I was talking to you and Kobe while we were gaming about mm-hmm. when the girl said, I just have had a rough day or, and you were like, I could never... I would like I would never take that the right way. 
I'd be like, oh, your life's so hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean like one of your students? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I was yeah. thinking about that, and I, I, it's it's hard because I don't want to say you don't have any trauma in your past because I don't have that right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trauma is trauma. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think my childhood and Kaylee's was more the norm when yours was more the like the little bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to take anything away from you when I say that. No, I, I think mm-hmm. that I think that makes sense, especially as I've gotten older and like we've grown up. Yeah, I, like parental situation is definitely I'm very unique in the minority in terms yeah. of mm-hmm. my friend group so cool okay yeah, yeah that's cool I just I was thinking about that after <laughs> and I was like I wonder if he knows why he said that yeah hmm. I'll uh, get back to you on that yeah no that, you're good yeah um okay do we our surprise talk today was empathy do we want to talk about that real quick and then end it let's do it okay do you want anybody want to define empathy Hmm. I think I can think of a definition off the top of my head. It's pretty simple. Um, Yeah, because I think like sympathy and empathy are often compared. And sympathy is when you can feel sorry or sadness or sorrow for somebody else's experiences. But empathy is when you have had a similar experience and have the ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and experience the feelings that they're feeling. Yes, that's awesome. That was a great example. The reason why I wanted... The reason why I, I wanted to, to talk about this. No, okay, go ahead. Go I was ahead, just Johnny. Nick just was practicing his teacher skills there. He just gave you a <laughs> you lot. You did pull that out of me. He gave I you liked a lot it a of lot. positive reinforcement and <laughs> a lot of attaboys. So good job, Nick. Thank just you. Just want to point it out. And she didn't want to answer it. No, either. She was shy. Yeah, good job, <laughs> I was Nick. like just kind of being shy. I like I guess I'll answer yeah, it. Yeah, man. Did I just teach you something without even telling you what it was? You know what? It's really interesting that you say that because I feel like I always sneaky teach you, but I think you've always also been sneaky teaching me and then we've just kind of been sneaky teaching each other. I think so. It's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. We should have a movie. You guys should uh, have a we podcast. We should start a podcast. I was just going to say that. I made the joke first. Good job. No, that you, was good. No, you I just didn't her. deliver it the best way. No, I mean. Oh, no. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. That's great stuff. <laughs> Do you uh, love this space, Nick? I do love this space. So <laughs> the reason why I wanted to talk about this, which is why I hope when I'm talking about this on Monday with my students, there's a similar dialogue. I want there to be fun, but it also, I just wanted to talk about it before I taught it because we're talking about cancer. So I want mm. students to have their mind in that space because as Johnny just like made it, or I just made an example about what Johnny did, his brain was not in that empathic state. It was like, I would, those, why would those kids have a hard life? Like that, mm-hmm. So it's like, that was a perfect example. Mm-hmm. If someone has a reaction to me talking about cancer, if another kid's like, what a pussy. You know, I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm not an asshole. It's no, you're not. For the record. We are good. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about empathy. So, And I think um, in student affairs, like in my profession, we do so many empathy oh, exercises. Oh, yeah. Do you have any... Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We do under five minutes. Oh yeah. We do so many. There's one about, um, the four corn, like, Oh my God, I could, I have a hundred things I could share with you about this. But I think one of the biggest ones is like when I think I'm like getting really excited. I have to take a breath and you want me to step in and say something? No, that's okay. Um, 
for a lot of students, being in college, they're around people that they have never been around before in their life. They're away from their hometown. They're trying to understand different experiences on their own. They're at this, like, fighting formulas and fighting the system sort of, like, developmental stage. And um, it lives in a lot of ignorance for a lot of people. So we do this activity of, like step forward or step backwards or step above the line and step back behind the line if you've experienced x y and z um it's a silent activity and i think it's something that's been challenged most recently in academia because it's uh it exposes a lot of privilege and it also like it, it allows for the only people that get results out of that exercise are the privileged mm-hmm. because the privileged put themselves in the experience, in the shoes or like yeah, understand. the other people know. Where they, they know. Stand. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that one's kind of been nixed as like a best practice, which makes so much sense. And I'm glad that it is. Um, yeah, I could see that. You maybe you but, might be able to do that one on a very large scale where you yes. couldn't pick people out. Uh-huh. That'd be cool. Yes. And then there's one about like different levels of comfort zones. So comfort zones, I think, is a way better way of doing this sort of activity. But there's like a I'm very comfortable with doing that. I'm not sure. Not so comfortable doing that. And then like, no, I'm not comfortable at all doing that. And that is a little bit more of like a probing question that allows for people to start a conversation, but not visually see like I've experienced X, Y and Z. So the question would be like, do you feel comfortable telling your friends that you can't go to the movies because you can't afford it? Very comfortable, kind of comfortable, Damn. not comfortable at all. And then that starts a conversation. Why do, Why does do we feel like that might be a barrier? That would be that, a really cool thing to do with like my seniors, but I don't think my I freshmen know. would be able to do that. Probably, yeah, it's a very college level or yeah. like entry level. Seniors and first years is what we usually do that with, but it's really cool to start like the that. conversation of like, do you know what socioeconomic status is? Does that make sense to you? How folks might have had different upbringings and it's like yeah. very reflective and, and wonderful, but that's really cool. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to do, they're going to just each have like a piece of paper and write something mm-hmm. about cancer, how it's impacted them. Mm. No names or anything. And then turn it in. And then if I don't have any like juicy ones, I'm just going to be like my, all my grandparents died of cancer or something mm. like, cause that was mine. Or then like Kayla gave me another example. So just to like show kids yeah. like that, there are other kids are going through stuff you can't see. So, mm-hmm. do you think empathy is teachable? Um, it's pretty hard, especially if you're teaching it to sociopaths. Um, no, <laughs> they won't be able to get there. But yeah. I think so. Uh, I think for me, I have the ability to like turn it off due to childhood mm-hmm. trauma. So I do mm-hmm. think if I then have the ability yeah. to turn it on, that it is teachable. The reason uh, I ask. Oh, sorry, ahead, Johnny. Johnny had a question. <laughs> Thank you for raising your hand. In this, in yeah, this that space. was. Thank you know, I like for you to like don't go at it. Don't fucking interrupt me. No, I don't want to. <laughs> um, but I wanted to make a comment on is empathy teachable? Mm-hmm. I just had another question. Uh-huh. Can't can. If, to me, when I think of empathy, maybe it's not a question, but can't you only have empathy if you have like those kinds of similar experiences? Yes, and I, I would. Just di- I say, would disagree with that. Really? Yeah, I would. Whoa. Yeah. I I was thinking that like empathy has been very, very romanticized. John, what did you both, good, good what job, did you both just say? Sorry, I was just mouthing great question. I yeah, was like, no, go me. Was a, it was a good job. Are you parenting yourself? Good job, I, Johnny. I, maybe I am. Wow. Hey, no, that's healing. This podcast so helps people. <laughs> <laughs> good job, everybody. And we're out. Oh, man. No, but I think I think romantic 
I think empathy has been very romanticized as the more elitist form of like empathy versus sympathy. Like empathy seems to always be better than sympathy. But I think in certain situations, sympathy has to be enough. Like especially when we talk about social justice or other like trauma related experiences. You're right, Johnny. I don't think that you can empathize unless you've had a similar experience. But I think like the I think that like core teachings of empathy don't necessarily relate to the exact experience, but they relate to the exact emotion that that other person may be feeling. So like if I said earlier, I'm, I was feeling lonely because of complex trauma issues. Mm-hmm. Like if Johnny doesn't have complex trauma, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you can't empathize because I'm sure you still experience loneliness. You know? I like totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that 100%. Oh, sorry, John. But I think that's a that's <laughs> such an important that's such an important like thing to teach your students. If that's like like I think that's often how empathy gets misinterpreted. Is like, well, I haven't had that experience. It's like, okay, but have you experienced sadness? Yeah. Have you experienced loss? The only part that I disagree on is that I still think to that. I forgot the original question. Can you say it again? Is empathy teachable? No. Can My you? Question. Yeah, John. Can you experience empathy Sorry. without having similar experiences? The experience. Okay, the experience. so I said yes. You said no. So I said yes because, as a white male in this society, I felt the only way I can make as much progress as needed to create social change, I've had to pretend to be in those exact situations mm-hmm. to make myself feel empathy. If I don't, then I easily fall back into the lens of the individualistic. It's the individual's problem. That's mm. why they're poor. That's why they're uneducated. That's why they don't have health care. So it's a dangerous thing for... I'm going to take a jump and say people who are like me trying to be better than generations before us. Mm. When we're born into this amount of privilege, how could we possibly empathize with anybody under us? Yeah. Without and I think- really putting ourselves in their shoes. Well, and I was going to say, like that's so much a part of what social justice teaching tells us is that you never can. You're never mm-hmm. going to be able to actually literally put yourself right. in anybody else's shoes but your own. And that like, you know, this sort of, that sort of practice of thinking that you could, could also be harmful because at the end of the day, it's like, you'll never really be able to have that. Yeah. But it also goes back to the original thing of what I was saying about like that one exercise, you know, where you step up or step back yeah. and you've had this experience. It's like those lessons at the end of the day, are for the privileged and if you know folks that are privileged have to do the work to understand empathy to then even possibly maybe put themselves in the situation to understand like the experiences of marginalized folks like you know it's a it's a big it's not just like jump to jump it's like a big circle of socialization yeah because you're hoping that person who's at the very front of that turns around and says oh i thought you all did this you know no right (laughs) Sorry, but it's sad because like my dad said in one sentence or yeah, in the same sentence, he said how people on welfare are lazy and then Mm. shit on welfare because he was on welfare and said it's not enough (laughs) to survive. And I was like, well, then dad, how are you calling these people late? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, boy. So it's just that level of ignorance is very prominent in that generation. Mm. So I don't know. Those are my thoughts on empathy. (laughs) <laughs> big episode big topics yeah, that was a great question johnny yeah thank great you. question johnny thank you good. i'm really glad I'll i called it. on you thank you <laughs> well do you guys have anything uh, else to add great episode yeah, yeah i don't think so great that was episode. a good show Yahoo. 
Follow us at Trauma Drama Podcast on Instagram and TikTok to see show updates, video highlights, and much more. And DM us for topic suggestions, corrections, worries, concerns, love, and hate. Please subscribe and review wherever you're listening. We upload episodes once a week. Stay tuned for more.